Hi, I'm Sarah Slugs. And this is Jack Bigelow. And this is Brandon Kilcoy. And this is Connor Hallway. And back to Slugs. And this is our golden hour. Golden Deer Productions. Golden Deer. Oh, oh, wait, was that not it? Hey, enter, just, you forgot to enter. And the double clap signifies the start of an episode. Am I over here? Am I in frame? Yep. Whoa, before we begin, hey everybody, this is Connor Hallway of the Golden Hours Podcast, and listen, if you by chance get any sort of value from this episode, whether you laugh, cry, you're entertained, or you learn something, dude, just share it with a friend. And we got a special team episode today, not the full team, but a good unit, a good unit, say four, four of seven, dropping like flies, what's going on? <laughs> Nonetheless... Who's on my left? I'm producing the episode today, as everyone can see. I'm in the producer seat. What's up, guys? It's me. And who's on my left? You tell me. What's my nickname? <laughs> I don't know. I've been working on a nickname for B. What do you guys think? Well, he just said a nickname, but yeah. <laughs> I know, but it's something new. All right, you guys want to introduce yourselves? Or? All right, Brendan. It's uh, me, Jack. It's Sarah Slugs. And uh, Big Bochi. And I'm here. Okay, so, listen, I think we might have, like, we might be sitting on, like, 10 episodes right now. And so... That many? Yeah, because I need to take, like, a smooth 9 to 10 day break from running episodes because I got to go into the spirit realm. I do. I, I got to take a... I just got to take, like, a 9 day break. Um, and I looked back... And I was like, yo. And I went through all the episodes. And it seemed like we've hit on like 14 different industries this year. Which is really dope. And so I just wanted to start off, B, since you're kind of brand new. What your favorite's been thus far and why? So I've, I've done about, I think like, it's my seventh maybe. I've got like quite a variety of episodes. Um, the, the medium psychic one was definitely the craziest. And... I was kind of, I could barely like even, I didn't know what to think of it because it was just totally new and like I, I was personally involved in it. Um, I think also the Tulsi, Tulsi campaign organizers I really liked because it was an interesting conversation. They they got down to the issues and they, they seemed really like an, immersed in those issues. So You like, you like Tulsi, right? Yeah, that one was, that was my favorite. Standout, for sure. So, Tulsi's been your favorite ever? I think so. I mean... To watch when I was editing the psychic one, I was like, whoa. <laughs> but can she read my mind? I know, but um, to be present for was the Tulsi one. No, can I tell you something that was really nice? Is when Slugs landed the, the doctors that got me so they pumped. They weren't doctors, well, but the scientists. I told him they were doctors, and he's like, oh, so how long have you been doctors? Uh, and they're like, we're not doctors. Yeah, did you hear about this? No. So I was like, I'm in class. I can't get on the phone with them. Oh, God. <laughs> so I was like, all right, like, what's their names? She was like, oh, she was like, there are these doctors from Northeast and they're studying the virus. And so I hop on the phone with them. I was like, yeah, so how long have you guys been doctors for? Where'd you guys go to med school? They're like, um, we're research mathematicians. <laughs> and I was like, Slugs, I'm going to hit you with the choke slam, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bix. Bix will sometimes watch him back, like in the morning, just to assess. What has your favorite been thus far this year? Well, my my most recent favorite is our most recent podcast with the uh, medium. I loved it. It was great entertainment. 
watched it this morning or listened to it this morning. Um, what else? Uh, Would you? Did you like the information she shared? Like, was it new for you? No, nothing new. But she, she was. I thought she spoke very well, and there was good conversation between the two of you. And it was definitely entertaining with all the different things that she brought forth for you guys. See, it's interesting when I ask you which which episodes are good episodes because, like, you like when I'm like most like relaxed, but I don't always think that's that dictates the best podcast you know i wouldn't say i wouldn't say relax but you guys were able to hold a conversation where there wasn't any like this dry space where you were trying to like look for for questions i hate fishing it's the worst because then you end up saying dumb shit i mean like don't get me wrong there was some dumb shit in the beginning when you're just trying to crack some jokes light in the air the mood a little bit but <laughs> no it's actually no bullshit I'm, I'm not even like trying to shake my own tree here but i was like yo your halloween must be lit that shit was hilarious. <laughs> I, was, I was just like shaking my head when I heard that. I was like, this kid's ridiculous. Well, imagine her like at in Salem at Halloween time. Is that where she lives in Salem? No, but imagine that. <laughs> you also threw the ginger joke around a few times. Oh, toss Yeah, you kept on going orange peel. And it's just like, this guy's such a douche. <laughs> I got the same shit. I'm allowed to say it. Yeah, no, no, it was all good. Um, So I think one thing that I've like... I really want to emphasize like after I take this little bit of a break, this like seven, eight day break, whatever it is, is I just want to make sure we run episodes that you guys like really like and that you guys can really get stuff from because I feel best when we run episodes and people hit me up and they're like, yo, that helped a lot or like, yo, we got a lot from that. So like moving forward, if they're again, specific people that you guys like really want to link with, like I would love to do that. So, Slug. Me and Slug's got a little scheme going on. <laughs> Did you hit those people up? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. So, again, this doesn't have to be like a news-oriented episode, but um, Slugs, how much has the virus changed since we oh had the scientists God. up? Yeah, since they were here, like, it got really bad in Italy. And now there's, like, a pandemic in uh, Europe and people are freaking out and like my cousin's studying abroad at Florence and that's where it is and they're shutting down study abroad programs and sending kids home is it bad in, it's really bad in Italy yeah what have you heard about it Pete yeah so that the past week the developments have not been optimistic um I mean a lot of people are prepping for it here too just the nature of the vi- yeah the nature of the virus like just multiple it multiplicates so it, it's just gonna it's gonna come here eventually it just depends on how we're able to contain it so i mean we were able to deal with uh, the zika a couple of years ago so i think we'll be i think we'll be okay we'll be able to deal with it what animal is zika is the mosquitoes wasn't it isn't zika though like you don't even know you have it you just get bitten by a mosquito and then it's and then, all like and then you have four days to live Oh, really? No, I was <laughs> talking to my ass. <laughs> That'd be deadly. <laughs> no, but um, when I was in Australia, it was big because uh, Chinese tourists are, like, massive this time of year in Australia. And because they can't come over right now, like, people were basically giving shit away. Like, what, at what? markets. Like, that's, like, the big thing for Chinese, um, like... Uh, immigrants there? Not immigrants, but just, like, people on vacation to come and buy things at the market for whatever reason. And so like fish and fruit and all that stuff was like dirt cheap because of that. You bought it? No, I didn't buy the fish. <laughs> I, I did get some fruit though. That's that risk, boy. No, it wasn't that, in the Chinese like market. like Chinese fish. Oh shit, it's mad <laughs> cheap though. It's not, from, it's not from China, bro. Yeah, Chinatown in Boston's getting rocked too. Like 
their their numbers are way down. No one wants to go there. Well, the whole market is down. Yeah, and the manufacturers in China, like a lot of people can't order their sh- like. Yeah, like um, our boy Mike Rosa, he was supposed to get these uh, this clothing from this company that he works with, and uh, only half the order came. The rest of it couldn't be shipped out because of contamination. Did you end up going through mass printing? No, no, that was a separate separate thing. Was that the Teespring stuff? No, this was the dissident. It's like his, oh, yeah, like yeah. his, uh, his luxury, luxury clothing, whatever you want to call it. His like novelty pieces. Exactly. Yeah. Well, where have you guys been getting most of your information and news? Twitter, mostly. I mean, it's just constant. Like it's all different sources, and people can tweet whatever they want at any second. So it's faster than any consistent news source. Do you find yourself believing everything you're reading on Twitter? Because, like, that Atlantic article you sent me had, like, the most clickbait title <laughs> of all time. It was like, you're definitely going to get the coronavirus. That was the name of the title. And I was like, of course, Slugs would look at this and freak out. <laughs> She's bugging. I did freak out. I, fr- I was freaking out when it was, like, 800 people had it. Because I've, I watch all these documentaries about how that's going to wipe out humans. And I don't know. That well, how, do you, how do you feel about out. being at a major university? Like that's they, all, that's what I'd be afraid of. They just sent like, out an email to all the teachers today, and they're like, "Prepare your classes to be taught online in case we can't have kids come back after spring break." Yeah, because that's what I was thinking. Like exchange students, like that's. I mean, that's what happened in Boston. That's the first case of it, right? Well, when me and B were at PC, um, oh, yeah. a close friend of ours got meningitis, bacterial meningitis. Remember that? Dude, the individual we're talking about, pause, but I was laying in the bed with him the day before (laughs) he got it. Oh, God. And then they didn't know what it was, and as soon as they found out it was bacterial meningitis, it was like this huge deal. How much much were the vaccines at PC? It was like, what do you mean? Like three, it was three stages. You're saying how much it cost? I think it was like three million it cost. Yeah, it was a lot, yeah. It was serious. They would have had a PR crisis if they didn't deal with it the right way. Well, how do you contain something like that? Like, have you done any research on it? No, but we had a kid who had measles this year, oh, and everyone God. was freaking out about that because you're supposed to like get your measles vaccination to come to college. You have to like sign a form that says you've been vaccinated, but this kid wasn't. And... He, should, he should just transfer at this point. <laughs> Everyone's gonna call him measles kid for the rest of the year. Were parents like anti-vaxxers? I don't know. You know that whole movement, though. Yeah. yeah. Why do people not like vaccines? They believe it gives people like autism and other like learning disabilities. Yeah, I mean I've heard that one. There's a, it's just like this very niche group. And there's also people that say like it's like government trying to like control us and yeah. try to kill us slowly. There's like a good n- number of different things that they think. Is it like a conspiracy type niche group, or is it like pretty common practice that people don't like vaccines? It goes up and down. Like it's kind of trendy. Like a trendy thing yeah, it's happens. like kind of an elite, like either wealthy or I think there's a group of, um, like in New York, I think there's a certain uh, Jewish sect that believes in it, and like they don't give any vaccines to their kids. Now, where do you most urine phobia? Uh, I go off Twitter, but like I'm not like I try to filter it out. Like I go like I find like actual sources, like article links from Twitter. I'm just wondering how like moving forward. The podcast can be more holistic with like all the information we use because like as this grows, we're going to have to be more trustworthy. I, at least me specifically, I'm going to have to make sure I'm not up here saying just bullshit 
Because they're more important. More and more people are gonna like tune in, and they're gonna be like, "Oh shit, this is like the Golden Deer podcast, like the plug in Boston." And I'm gonna be up here saying dumb shit like all the time. Get some libel lawsuits. Like. Well, dude, like for instance, with the real estate stuff, that shit was way over my head, bro. Yeah, I had no idea. You were just throwing shit out there, hoping it stuck. Oh my, dude, I couldn't even keep up. I was like, "Whoa, dude!" The calculator, bam, smack. Um. But yeah, so I'm wondering how moving forward we can also like have an informational piece on the on the show. You know how they do it on Rogan where they have like the the plasma, like look, looking up stuff like articles and clips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just got to deal with the copyright stuff. Do you know what the laws on that are, slugs? In terms no. of like, you can only no. show it for a certain amount of time. I don't know if it's like 15 seconds or something, and then yeah. some videos you can't show at all because they're copyrighted. It just depends on the individual content that you show. And how do they gauge that? Is there like a little listing on the bottom of the video? No, but like, so if like, if you were to upload it to YouTube and there were some copyrighted things, YouTube would basically just take it down. Yeah. You Cause they have like bots or whatever. Yeah, to like read Spotify through and Apple, you'd be fine. Like if you got audio clips, but you, I think YouTube's a lot tougher. Yeah. If you want to show it like actual video, you because they have people that go in and do that stuff or computers that do that stuff oh jack also while you were gone i made the ed the executive decision to go back to naming all the episodes just golden hour okay i think it's easier that way yeah and then differentiates don't you think yeah that's fine with me instead of like what did they say about real estate in 2020 on amazon e-commerce marketing (laughs) no. <laughs> you were just trying to have some old Bush Barney fun. No, I was just trying to, I was just trying to like get some eyes on it. But then I was like, honestly, if everyone's doing this, this is pointless. Um, so who, what type of niche would you like to tap into? And it's really funny when we were in this last time. I was like, yo, I want to, I want to get some politicians and people connected to politics on the show. Do you remember that? Yeah, and you did it. And what happened? <laughs> So what do you guys want to do next? Hey, you listen to me too. I said I wanted some ghost stories, and you got I got some ghost stories. You said yeah, I remember you said you you wanted me to get a palm reader up here. But I'm also thinking I'm thinking like like you were saying earlier, like some Salem witch type. Like I want to hear those kind of stories. A storyteller. Yeah, yeah like but also like more about the local local stuff. You get like a Satanist on here. Oh, that'd Ooh. be fire. Could you find one? I yeah, I'll do cool. it. <laughs> it'd be pretty fun. But, I mean, but Satanists, you know, they don't worship Satan. You know. You know that, right? No, I don't know that. Yeah, they don't. What do they worship? Um, it's like they're just like pissed. It's more <laughs> of like a, it's more of like a kind of like this anarchal like um, sense of belief. I'm not exactly sure, but I'm almost positive they don't actually worship Satan. There are. I thought they did. I, I bet there are Satan there worshipers. Are, yeah, there out are there. Satan <laughs> worshipers, but I don't think that's what a Satanist is. What does a Satanist do? I think there's a difference. I'm almost positive, but I could be wrong. Is a Satanist like that dude at the end of True Detective? Would he be a Satanist? The Yellow King? Carcosa. I don't know that guy. No, I... That storyline was weird. Oh, Jack, have you seen Parasite yet? No. What are you doing, slugs? I'm sorry. You've seen it, right? What about Jack just saw it. Blade Runner? Have you guys seen Blade Runner? That's a good one. That's a classic. Jack? Um, I I did like it. I just... I personally... um, I thought the it felt the very end kind of seemed like it was was pushing a little bit. Is it based off a true story? Someone was telling me that they thought it was based off a true story. But it's I don't a, think so. It's the storyline revolves around like real people who live underneath homes in Korea. Oh, like okay. that's like a real community of people who live underneath rich people's homes. 
Yeah, it's it's about like class warfare pretty much. Yeah, and the director did a really good job at making the screenplay and script so transparent that like you understood the symbolism as you were watching it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Dude, I told you we had the Boston Globe writer up here, our guy Isaac. The first time he was like, dude, Parasite is going to win the Oscars. Then he came up here on the second time. He's like, dude, trust me, Parasite is going to win the best film. And then it won. It's insane. Yeah, Are you looking at what a Satanist is? I am. What is it? I'm, uh, give me a second. What Slugs, what else would you like to start tapping into? I mean, I like the coronavirus kind of stuff, and I feel like it's really relevant right now. It freaks me out. I just want to like, know as much as I can. Why? You think you got it? Not yet. <laughs> Let's hope not. We should get like a, like a doomsday prepper. That's a really good idea. Like these are, I'm gonna start writing these down. These are really good ideas. Did you seen that show on Netflix? Of course. Yeah. And they like give them a rating. Yeah. They're like, they're like security rating seven. Although they have an 100 foot wall surrounding their house, it's only made of cedar wood, and that could, <laughs> and that could burn down in an instant. That's, yeah, I think there's one from Somerville. I'm, I'm not even joking. I'll look it up right now. <laughs> Okay, so here I got I got a, a definition for you. So it basically says that like previously, like back at, like many many years ago, that the idea was yes they worship Satan, but in more recent times it's more of a they don't worship Satan they don't view him as a god. It's more of just like we don't believe in Christian values, and we believe in more of like a self uh, self loathing like egotistical manner of like you know. Do things for yourself. Like nihilism, like nothing matters. Yeah, it's 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 like all basically everything reverse of the Christian church, mm-hmm. but it's, they don't practice any like evil things. They don't do like sacrifices and all that kind of stuff. Okay. I'm sorry, I was I looked up Brendan's uh, doomsday prepper. Can you say that one more time? You were, you were right. There's a dude in Somerville. Is there? Nice. Yeah. Get him on here. Yeah, that's a must. Um, I th- see when I. When I invite people like that up, someone who's in like a totally new pocket, it's helped a lot where I'm like, yo, we're, we're not trying to make fun of you. Like we actually just want to learn. And so they're normally like, sure. Like I'd love to tell you initially, I'd say back in like May, I invited a conspiracy theorist up here. I remember. And he was like, I like came across like really aggressive. I, I might have said like, "Yo, do you wear a tinfoil hat, man?" <laughs> no, he's, who's that? Who's that guy? Um, oh, I, I said, he's, "I said, yeah, we're looking for someone like who has who has theories similar to Alex Jones." And he got so pissed when he said Alex Jones. Wanted nothing to do with that. He's said there's like different classifications of. Well, yeah. He's like, I'm not, not Alex Jones. Fuck you. But but if you look at the guy's content, it's like. It's a total smorgasbord of different that, ideas. That same yeah. I'm, I'll reach back out to him. I think he'd actually like to come up. He's a pretty good speaker. Pretty well spoken. Can you explain what a, sat- a Satanism is again? So in previous years, like probably hundreds of years ago, it was like a, a more of a Satanist God, like follow him, whatever. But in modern times, like the modern Satanist, it has nothing to do with really Satan and more everything to do against the values that Christian worshipers. Oh, it's like Christian. anti-Christian. Anti-Christian. That's basically it. We get a Scientologist up here. I told you, you don't want to get go down that road. <laughs> Why not? Because they'll, they'll throw suits at you. Like, they have all the money in the world and they don't care. Like, they'll go after you. 
You slander them. They're like, uh, they're known to be very protective of the church. Hmm. I remember Lee Romini went on to. No, I was saying you can get an ex Scientologist. Oh, but someone that's probably, not. You probably get in trouble there too. Though. Yeah. Do you remember when um, the West Baspo Church, West Baptist West Church? Westboro yeah. Baptist. Remember when they came to Sudbury? Yeah. That was crazy. I was just thinking that. The Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah. You probably got, you get any like side jokes like that yeah, growing up all the time because sure. Brendan's from Westboro, Mass. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so we wanted to tap in. We'll work. I'll work on the Doomsday Prepper. I think it'd be a really really fun episode. Um, and then a Satanist. What else in Slugs? What do you want? Slugs is heavy on like the Rachel Maddow tip. Like, what's the breaking story today? <laughs> what would you like next? Um, I think it would be really cool to get someone up here to talk about like what's happening with the Red Sox right now and like how they have um, or like basically the Astros cheating scandal and how it also like connects to Boston because the manager was from the Astros. I think that would be really cool. But I also love the Red Sox. I think you want to get, you want me to get a Red Sox player on here? Do it. Oh, you know what? Uh, how about those guys, the uh, the deep ish uh, tuna guys? What's that? That show? Oh, oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, deep I know sea you're fishing. Like it's on Discovery. It's all these like Massachusetts guys. Oh, speaking of which, there's a a ferry driver I know. I know you gotta get him up. I there, love that dude. There's a I know this guy who's uh pretty close with him actually, who is the youngest ferry captain in the U.S. And he, him and his brother own their own ferry company, and it's like. These guys got some stories. <laughs> He's got some stories. That's Imagine just like being on sea, like growing up. Yeah. Oh my God. Hey, are you guys reading anything right now? I'm I'm currently reading the um, Keith Richards biography, and I also just finished the uh, the Flea biography, Acid Children. It's um the basis for Red Hot Chili Peppers. I've seen uh, or I've read the Anthony Cadis. That's a great one, one too. I've read that. Tissue. Yeah, Scar Tissue. That's a good one. I'm sure I would like the Flea one too. The Flea ones. It's just as good, but a lot shorter. Mm-hmm. It's like a quick read. Finished it in like a day and a half, not even. Well, he he actually like he was never into drugs, despite like his ridiculous personality. Right? No, he did drugs. He just wasn't. But, but no, he, he was. Like, get, he wasn't like. A, phase. Yeah, he wasn't like yeah. an addict addict like Anthony Kiedis was mm-hmm. and the rest of the band members. Okay. He he said that for whatever reason, music was stronger than drugs. I mean, yeah, he's probably the best bassist of all time. Yeah, I think. I w- I would agree. What's going on, Connor? What what? what I'm getting a call. What, slugs. What drugs are the kids taking on campus nowadays? <laughs> you asked me this last <laughs> time I was. Here. Did I? Yeah. Is there like a a trendy drug? I told you for I us. Mean, it was, not that I know of. Well, it just comes in waves. I'm just like fascinated by how like certain drugs become really popular and they just phase out for like two three years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Like Xanax, yeah, was like, huge. Yeah, like, when we were at school, year. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and then I like I feel like when we were young, kids were doing Jankum when we were in high school. Yeah, Jankum, and also what was that? No, dude, no one was doing Jankum. <laughs> no, what was that? <laughs> You're like, yeah, dude, that was awesome. <laughs> uh, no, I was, I was thinking of uh, what's that uh, synthetic? Uh, that K2. Synthetic, yeah, people were smoking K2, and they're like. And basalts, well, basketball, like people weren't doing it in high school, but like basalt. that was big in the news was basalts back because in Miami, in Miami went crazy. Well, I can't think of the name. It was illegal to buy. Um, yeah, like like you went. It was like a one minute high. I don't, I don't know about it that. Used, but. 
That nitrous? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. People, people are into that. Like nitrous, nitrous is big. How you guys trying to get all the stuff done? <laughs> what? It's like, yeah. it's like, oh my god! You like over to my backpack. There's just mad empty bottles. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you got, yeah, got caught like with a dozen like whipped cream cans in his car. Yeah, <laughs> dead ass. At, at your school? Sat, yeah, yeah. No, that happened at PC too. Do <laughs> you remember that? Can we called whippets? Yeah, I remember that. No one does whippets, slugs. It's not just that a, I know. I hope not. It's just a really just like, yo, if you're doing it, you're just not giving a fuck. <laughs> it just doesn't it just kill brain cells? It's like, I, from, it just, what, from what I hear, all it does is make you lightheaded. <laughs> I, I could be totally wrong, though. But from what I hear is like when you do it, all that happens is make you lightheaded. So it's just like the same thing when you were in like fifth grade and you'd like overdo it on a permanent marker or like a smelly marker. It's like nothing good's from it. You're just like, I just want to get fucking high. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Dead's ass. Um, I also really enjoyed the mayor episode. It was great. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, he came back up, Jack. It was awesome. I've I've not been able to listen to it since it's not live yet, but next Tuesday. I'm looking forward to it. Sounds good. Cool. Yeah, I uh, I don't want to say it yet, but I did have a con- another conversation again with someone we've talked about that could be coming up pretty soon, which would be pretty cool. Um. And I also had another conversation today with another really cool person that I think maybe you want to come up. One really cool thing about like the persistence of like where the show's at is like, okay, now it's like actually, it's like legit. So my sales pitch, when I call people up, it's not as tough anymore because like, oh shit, we're like 160, 70 episodes in. It's like, okay, this is like a real show. When I was like 40 episodes in, it'd be hard calling someone in a different industry because it'd be like, dude, all you've had are like these Boston rappers up on the show. Good times, good times. I will tell you one thing too. My uh, my desire to like like land the biggest guest of all time has like totally phased out. Like doesn't like drive me anymore. Like I'd way rather have someone someone with just a cool story now. You know, a little entertainment. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? I totally agree. I mean, that's down the road, anyways. Like that's not how you're gonna build it up. Absolutely, but like on an ego tip, it's like when this is going, if you land someone you think is like a really hard person to get on the show. Like for instance, like when I got the Cambridge mayor up here, I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. that's huge. You know what I'm yeah, saying? For sure, but what I'm saying is like I just don't have the, the same drive to do that anymore. I'd rather just get someone who's like really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean you can have interesting conversations with anyone. And some people you can have bad conversations with. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> that ass. Um, For sure. Okay, what else is going on? Slugs, hit me with a, something in the news or whatever's going on in your head. What's going um, I have another. I have another idea for someone that you can get on the show. I want it's, you to get them. I have to find them. But, okay, so. <laughs> I'll help you. Recently, I have been watching a lot of, like, survival TV. Oh, I don't God. know why. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one, though? Which one, though? Naked and Afraid. Oh, <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. And I want you to get someone who's a survivalist up here. Is it, Have you seen if there are any in Massachusetts? Yeah, there was. Or, well, there was one from Connecticut. And I was like. Was oh. it a dude or a chick? It was a chick. She she was terrible. She like had to tap out. The show is ridiculous. <laughs> it's hilarious. I love. She's like, I'm really cold and I'm really tired. 
and Brian just doesn't get it. <laughs> oh, don't like a lot of them go home sick with like mad different diseases. Well, yeah, then we get, get these, bug bites. They get these terrible like diseases, and it's just so entertaining. I love it. <laughs> they drink the water, and then they just end up shitting themselves for like ten days straight. Yeah, like all right, like all right, we need to cover up with these leaves tonight. They like wake up, and they were like just like covering themselves in poison ivy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so itchy, Brian. Please. Connor, what was the one that you liked? It wasn't. It was like I loved Man vs. Wild. Oh yeah, Man vs. Wild. You remember the Bear Grylls show? Yeah. yeah. What about uh, Coyote Peterson? Oh, um, the Dual du- Survival. Yeah, Dual Survival. That's when you liked. Is that Coyote? I know what you're talking about. Th- though. There was like the military guy, and then there was the guy who like never wore shoes his whole life. You talking about that guy? <laughs> you know that, that show, one, right? That one was hilarious. That show was fire. I actually enjoyed that one. We would always watch that at your house. But who's mad slept on is the uh, the cameramen in those shows because they have to do it. They too. do the same thing, but they just holding the camera yeah, they though. Have to stay steady, like while there's like. Yeah, like a Komodo dragon, like. I know, and they they get no love. These two bear girls would be like ascending like 10,000 foot mountains and like rock faces and the only way they could get footage if someone else also did the same with the thing cam- with, the, with the camera well he's got a new one so where he just famous. has uh, like celebrities up on his show that's mad smart it's kind of swag just has different celebrities do the same show that he always used to do oh they go into the wild yeah, yeah i think they, they do an episode of will ferrell or something they do like a three-day trip or like a two-day trip and that's it but it's kind of a good idea Slugs, do you watch any reality TV besides Dual Survival, besides that Naked and Afraid? I also like the food challenge ones. Like what? Um, well, I used to watch Man vs. Food a lot, and sometimes I like rewatch them. <laughs> that Jack used to love that too. No, it was uh, Downer's Drives and Dives. That was my show with, well, wait, with yeah. Guy Fieri. But no, but then Man vs. Food would come on after. I remember that's, oh, yeah, the, that's that dude Adam. <laughs> Yeah, 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 but he had to like stop doing it. So then he had another. <laughs> yeah, he probably gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, I think he, he did. Had another show where he would like cheer people on while they did it. <laughs> while they killed themselves. <laughs> Dude had too many hot wings and like literally croaked. I just like have like three images in my mind of that dude. One where he's like smiling outside the restaurant. The second one he's like in the restaurant. He's like, oh god. <laughs> the third one he's like, all right, I'm out of here. And there's like sauce all over his face. It was quite the show. Some of those places, I don't even know where they exist. But have you heard of like the heart attack? Yeah, that that was like a case you study. Saw that, yeah, in, in high school. Yeah, they actually like brand themselves as like the cardiac arrest for eyes. I'm like, oh, oh my god. It, yeah, they they their the name of their um most greasy burger is like the quadruple bypass burger. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you have to respect them. It's really smart. They're like, yo, if you're over 350 pounds, you eat for free. It's Dude, so genius. My heart, my heart just hurt just hearing only that coming out of your mouth. It's it's in Vegas. I remember, and they I remember they interviewed the guy. They're like, "You understand this is totally immoral." He was like, "I am aware." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, my uncle did a food challenge. There's a restaurant near our house, and when he visited, he like did. It was a breakfast food challenge, and if you completed it, you got the meal for free and a T-shirt and your picture on the wall. Did he win? He well, the first year he didn't, and then he like. <laughs> Started watching Man versus Food and like drinking a lot of water beforehand to expand his stomach and like studying for this. And then we went back, <laughs> we went back, and it was like we we're all sitting at the breakfast table, but he had like headphones on. He was like, he he did it. It was crazy. It was like two Belgian waffles, two pancakes, six eggs, half a pound of cheese, two chicken breasts, oh. um, six uh, or like half a pound of bacon. 
three sausage patties um and you only got eight ounces of juice but it couldn't be water he did it (laughs) that sounds wildly unhealthy (laughs) i haven't had breakfast now for like two and a half years what's it like guys (laughs) i mean do you still have breakfast food or no I haven't in a really like, long will time. Will you eat like bacon eggs. and eggs? Well, I, did, I went keto for like two weeks. Because bacon and eggs are always still good no matter what time of day. Did I ever tell you guys about my keto experience? No. Maybe. So I was coming off. I had just gotten shoulder surgery and I was in like really bad shape. And um, I was like, all right, I'm just going to like, I fasted before. I've been in good shape before, but I'm going to try keto because I see all these YouTube videos and it seems like legit. So... They were like, all right, you got to eat at the start. You got to eat a ton of extra fatty foods to get yourself into ketosis. So I like went on a grocery shop. I got like tons of like ground hamburg meat, like blue cheese and eggs, whatever. I literally ate and I literally put like three pounds of ground beef on a skillet and I like drowned it in olive oil and like stuffed blue cheese in it and put bacon in it (laughs) and I ate it. For like f- probably two weeks straight is yeah. all I ate. Any seasoning? And, and, well, because <laughs> then in my mind I'm like, nah, this is how keto works, dude. <laughs> and every day I just started get like I started. I was probably like 200 pounds. After the two weeks, I was like 215. <laughs> I was like, nah, this is what happens at the start of the diet. <laughs> like the whole house smells like grease. It's disgusting. <laughs> Did you get into the yeah, I ended up getting into ketosis, and I felt like sick for two more weeks. So what happens? You get the keto fog, and so- dude kept telling everyone how amazing it was. Well, because I was waiting, and I was waiting. And I was like, oh, I think I'm finally over the hump. Like I feel good today. I like, looked at myself in the mirror. I like, couldn't move my face. Also, yo, I I promised you guys that I would win this competition, right? With Mikey Bonkers to get everyone a free meal. I will win the competition. He was talking a whole lot of smack when I saw him. He's earlier. taking a fat burner, which is totally unfair. Is he? I looked on his Instagram and he was like one of his supplement sponsors is a, a fat burner. Oh shit. That is not fair. And so I called him. I was like, bro, you cannot be taking that. He's <laughs> that should have been pretty clear to him, right? <laughs> yeah, but he's like, dude, I run a fitness brand. You just want me to stop all my supplements? <laughs> I was like, dude, we're having a competition and you get leaner. Yeah, like I'm not cheating. But I will tell you this much. And don't be concerned when I tell you this, but I have already lost eight and a half pounds in 13 days. <laughs> that is uh, impressive. <laughs> and also dangerous. <laughs> I don't feel so good. <laughs> no, I'm definitely getting plastic surgery, 100%. Oh, to win, 100%. Oh, okay. So the, the 20 hour days yet? I've been I'm at 19 and then I'm I've been tossing in a 24 hour weekly. I think I'll, this weekend I'll do a I'll try to do like a 26 hour. And then to end it, right? Well, the thing is, it's not an evaluation of who can lose the most weight. It's, it's the who muscle to fat, right? Yeah. So it's who can still maintain the muscle and lose the most fat for the most part, or gain muscle and lose fat. Just percentage. Yeah. So like that's not a. If it was literally just lean out, like this would be in the bag. Yeah, of course. Because I wouldn't eat for like 36 days. We know you wouldn't. You guys should all try 24-hour fast, honestly. You would like it. Well, I've done a, I've done plenty of them. Have you, have you done over that yet? Have you done 36? Yeah. I've done a 48-hour. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> you should try it. You might like it. One of my, one of my friends did a 96. Oh, nice. Oh, was it a water fast? fast? 
No, it was a bet he made with his his friend. He almost passed away. (laughs) (laughs) He probably probably slept for like two days straight in the middle of it. Yeah, he said the the last day wasn't like the worst days were easily like two and three. He said he he like he thought he was gonna die. (laughs) Well, what happens if you try to push it past twenty four? Is you'll reach twenty four. So let's say like let's say I stopped eating at four p.m. today and I fast until four p.m. tomorrow. Right? That's like a good window because like you got like six seven hours in the night and you wake up and you're like, all right, I got a long fast. And then you have to just wait like six more hours that second day to go to bed and you gain another eight hours. So it's that second day where it's like, whoa, dude, I'm like really starting to see stuff. Well, I find it, it's like when you like think you're going to break it, like when you plan on when you're going to break it is when it gets worse. Cause then you're like, you're counting down the hours and that's when I find it to be like tough. If you keep yourself mad occupied, if you, if you don't even think like, oh yeah, I'm going to eat. Like, like you literally got to tell yourself you're never going to eat again. And then it, and then it's like, fine. It's easy. Was this in the woods when you did it? No, I've done it a couple other times, just like personally, but I've done it. I've done it camping. I've done it. I've done it like just in school, just having eaten. It's, it's kind of like holding your breath underwater. Like, you know, you know, if you push past yeah, certain exactly. days, you can just go like to, to like two minutes, like two, three minutes. Like, yeah. It's just all mental. Absolutely. I mean, it's just a, it's a little easier for me now just because I'm adapted to like a long fast anyway, but you reach a point, I'm telling you, it's really interesting when you pass like 22 hours and you like, you're not anxious anymore. Like any nerves you have just like are literally gone. It's because you have nothing in your system. You can't (laughs) literally, and you can't like focus on anything like... (laughs) (laughs) no 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 you can't like focus on you're like, this is a good thing no i'm like trying to tell you the good stuff about it like you like you're more prone to diseases <laughs> it's like you feel lightheaded <laughs> <laughs> no that's the thing like you can't even talk to people which is fire <laughs> but there is i just don't know how to explain it there is a when you reach a certain point where you're like really fully fasted you just like are really calm. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Have yeah, you reached that point? I do, I do know what you mean. I do know what you mean. But it sucks. Have you ever tried to fast? No, <laughs> I like breakfast too much. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. Have you 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 fucked around with it a little bit, right? I don't really eat breakfast either. I just have breakfast for dinner. I fucking love breakfast food. What do they eat in Australia? What do they eat in Australia? All the same shit. It's like same American food. Yeah, the same thing. So do you see any of the wreckage? Um, no, but like whenever, because it rained the first two weeks I was there, so whenever there was big rain, you would see smoke because the smoldering would co- or cause more smoke to show up, mm-hmm. so it would drift into the city. I was in Sydney, and then all the f- all the fires were south of Sydney, like more inland. Yo, did you sc- were there any kangaroos you, you saw? Oh, I saw mad kangaroos. One just came up right up to me and like was just chilling right next to me. It was before. kind. It, it was like basically domesticated just want to chill with me is it like really weird mannerisms like they actually throw punches no no they're they're basically like the deer of australia i mean there's deer in australia but they're one they're not very common like you don't see a lot of them but you see just so many kangaroos as soon as you leave the city are they big um on the west on the west coast of australia they're big they're called rank uh red kangaroos and they're fucking massive. How big? And they're jacked, like be like, <laughs> ja- like they look like they're on steroids. They're such a strange animal. 
but the the ones on the east coast where i was they're like tiny they're like up to my like no more than up to my chest or shorter and what the red are like about is because your body yeah they're humongous and they could kill you really i mean they got some sharp ass talons and they just fucking throw kicks and and punches like they don't give a fuck on humans or other kangaroos other kangaroos they don't they are pretty pretty cool with humans honestly and what they just like go about mind their business and like don't really care they just eat grass and they just chill so what did they evolve from was it a dog or a bunny (laughs) <laughs> or a deer Dude, like, I don't know from my understanding is like Australia was cut off from the rest of the world for a long time that's why they have like all these unique um, species like wallabies koalas it's just because no one was no one was migrating for like thousands of years so they like they just evolved separately from like other other habitats yeah they got flying foxes too which is crazy what about em- you see emus at all no I didn't see any emus are like uh, ostriches right yeah similar yeah See what uh, I don't know if this was the same for you, but what um someone told me is like as soon as you get off the plane, all the trees look weird too, and it's like it literally looks like a different planet. Yeah, no, the trees are very weird in Australia. Like they're some of them are kind of tropical, and then other ones look like they're just like pine trees that you would see randomly, but they're like upside down pine trees. For some and, reason, like you remember like Sims, like Dark and Snoog and Dang, yeah, like the, like the game. It reminds me of like. A house you would build in Sims, like just like a bunch of, like randomness. It is very. It is a weird country. I'll give. I'll, it is a weird, weird country. People are nice though. Yeah, they're all right. <laughs> I'd say. I'd say not like non-Australian people are kind. Like people that move to Australia are really friendly. Like the Filipino people. Lot. Lots of Brazilians. Lots of Canadians. Um, New Zealandians. Yeah, you see New Zealands. Australians are nice. They're just not like overly friendly. Like they don't, they won't like strike up a conversation with you. Like they don't want to say like please and thank you or excuse me. They're just like, all right, cool. Are they fascinated by American culture similar to like Chinese people? They fucking love hip hop. Like they're oh, wow. Obs- but they, it's like the it's like the most cheesy shit you've ever I was gonna, seen. I was gonna say did, they probably liked like uh like they love Eminem. They love Eminem, but you'll go to like you'll go like you'll look around and they'll see posters of like concerts. And they're wearing like the most like it's like these just like random white Australians, and they're wearing like the most cheesy rap costumes you'd ever see in your life, like just chains and like a like one of those like polar, like um polo like bear shirts. Imagine one of like Chris Lilly series. Have you guys seen Chris Lilly series? Like uh, Summer uh, Heights High or Jonah of Tonga? No, I haven't seen his new show. Oh, what's his new one called? Uh, I haven't seen his new one, but uh, Jonah of Tonga and all those are fucking hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, those are those are classics. Have you seen them No. They're great. They're like the you can't even explain the comedy. There's this one guy who's like the most insanely talented comedian ever. Dude, he directs it, he scores it, he writes it, he produces it, and he um he's the three main characters in this series about like this network of relationships in a school. So it's, it's incredible. It's hilarious. No one's like done that besides Mike Myers, maybe. Fuck you, miss. Yeah, very similar to Mike yeah. Myers. Um, Mike Myers is incredible, too. But, uh, well, actually, I mean, Jamie Foxx definitely did it. Martin Lawrence did it. And uh, Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Murphy for did sure it. did it. Yeah, right. In um, Big Your Mama House. Yeah, Big Mama House. I was about to say that. Who was that and, this time? And um, what's it, what is the name of that movie? Norbit? Oh, Norbit? 
Yeah. Who was it where he was like mad fat and then became mad fit and like all the chicks loved him? That's not Eddie Murphy, was it? Norbit? Was it? Yeah. Well, who who was that? Who acted in that in Norbit? Who's the actor? I think it must have been Eddie Murphy. Was it Chris Rock? I don't remember. You're mad racist. <laughs> Dude, well it was it was not it was not one of the older ones. It's like a it was like a newer movie. Like of those that we listed. It was Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Norbit. Nine percent on Ron <laughs> That's fine. It's classic. So I, you guys don't know this, but I saw myself in a movie recently. I did. I was in a movie. Remember, I was in that movie at PC, and I was like, "Guys, I'm in a movie with Don Johnson." You remember, I kept oh, going around that. that, out, was, is that it's out now. Yeah, I'm in it for like a uh, seconds. Oh, I know what your outfit is, though. Is that yeah? 70s. You can see me. I'm smoking a cigarette. It's hilarious. <laughs> and you have like the brightest costume in the whole movie. Like everyone else is wearing brown and like just mad muted colors, and you just got like this freaking neon fucking outfit going on. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can find it. But, um, dude, you know what's hilarious? How much they fucking play uh, Central Intelligence everywhere. Dude, I probably get a text a week about it now. You know, Slugs, you know, I was in a movie um, with Chris Hart and, uh, I mean, uh, fucking Kevin, Ke- Hart. Kevin Hart and uh, Dwayne Johnson. I did not know this. <laughs> Slugs, you don't know who you're working with. <laughs> He's a celebrity. Those are my co-stars. <laughs> But they literally play that movie all the time. And so you're just like constantly on, on public TV or whatever, regular cable. Yeah, every flight in the country. Oh, yeah. Every flight in the country has central <laughs> intelligence. I actually something. really like the movie, too. I think it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. I'll give them that. You got any more movies lined up? I got a big project we're working on. Your own Zuby? That's a goal, man. I want to make a really big one. I want to make a really, really big one in the city. It's always my goal. And so, like, it's uh, it's just interesting. Because when we started, it, I was like, Jack, we need, like, some sort of vessel to do it. Like, we need a vessel. Didn't I? Yeah, you did say that. I was like, we need a vessel. Like, we need to meet people. Like, you can't just make a movie out of nowhere and no one knows you. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, um, it was never my intention to, like, become a big host or, or like be a host for a bunch of people in the city. It's just like interesting. That's how it's happened. And who knows? Maybe we'll make the movie and it will be amazing. And then like nothing will come from it or we'll make one and it'll be like, all right, it's time. we got to make another one and really make an impact in the city. But I don't know. It's just really interesting to see how things have been connecting. It's been like blowing my mind. Yeah, what are you looking up? I'm I'm looking up the uh, the central intelligence thing for slugs. Pause. I saw Mikey Bonkers back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're we're taking we're taking nudies in the gym. Um. Oh yeah. So you're, when are you going to uh the fucking what's it called the Ar- Arthur? Oh the Arnold Jack. When are you going to Arnold, dude? I'm going next Thursday night. Possibly Saturday. Friday morning because we have to set up on Friday and then it's just the weekend is the expo. Nice. But it's the competition starts on the third, which is I think. Do you know Tuesday. anyone like anyone big going there? Like CT Fletcher. Anyone? Oh, all of us. Everyone, everyone, everyone who's like big in the industry will yeah. be there, hundred percent. Kino Body will be there, right? Kino Body will be there. You got, yo, you. I, I know it's not your thing. The mountain will be there. But dude, I I know it is not your thing to go up and introduce yourself to people, but you have to do it. You have to go talk to Keno, bro. You have to go talk to him. 
Why, just because you want his number or something? No, Jack, how long have we been following this dude for? You've been following. I oh, been following. you haven't been following him? No, I haven't actually. You watch his videos. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't. You, I'll be Jack will be like, dude, I can't believe you watch that content. And then Jack will know everything about the YouTuber. Dude, because you show me it. I have n- I've never followed that dude in my entire life. Oh, so you won't go up to him and say what's up? Hey, listen, if I see him, I'll tell him that my buddy Connor keeps on posting on your videos. T- take a picture. Oh, okay, I got you. This is I, I'm not asking for much. I just want you to go up to him and say what's up, dude. Okay, I, I think I can handle that. It'll be great. It'll be like a two-hour line, but I'll do it. I don't, who knows? So, Jack, you designed the booth for it? Yeah, I just did like tablecloths, banners, all that kind of stuff, merchandise, flyers. Hey, any slugs, any ideas for in terms of like merchandising for what you'd like us to do next? Yeah, because we're probably going to have to do a new t-shirt design in the next month or so. I liked the T one that we were talking about. Oh, yeah. We did like that one. Too too many colors is the issue. Design was too intricate. What's wrong with colors? Printing. Expensive. Okay. (laughs) Money. (laughs) Make it black and white. Okay, tasteless. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no taste. Brendan, any ideas? Any ideas? What's good with the James Bond back there? Why do you have that up? I, I did not put that there. There's uh, usually about a new piece of art up either once a week or every two days. I like that. A little art exhibit back here. Um, so that one looks like a Target, which is a little <laughs> concerning. <laughs> we uh, don't put them up there, but they uh, show up. <laughs> sometimes, as you probably started to know, sometimes the studio just has uh, random changes to it. And you <laughs> sometimes it's actually, it's people. It's, yeah, it's, it's just, they call it the warehouse shuffle. <laughs> the warehouse <laughs> shuffle. It's a fact. You never know what you're going to get, man. I, uh, I am extremely excited for it to start getting warmer out, though. Well, there's uh, like a, there's like a, it's getting a little warm. It's like in the fifties now, right? It was so warm the past few days. I know, but when it's going to be like 70 out, oh my God. It's gonna oh, be wow, so. you're, you're getting a little too cold. I do have a really bad anemia problem. But, <laughs> I but, saw my doctor again recently. Did I tell you this? Bro, but the thing is, is that you never like you, I mean, most of the time you do not wear proper clothes for the winter. Dude. Listen, you usually are just wearing that sweater right there, and sometimes you put on a winter jacket. I legitimately was cold for five days straight. When I slept, when I woke up, in the shower, I was freezing. Even like the boiling hot shower, you're my, just shaking. My anemia got out of hand, and I don't know. Dude, is like, from, is it from diet? When it gets they, don't, they don't know. So, I mean, again, I don't know if I told you guys this, but like... I was having all these stomach issues about like two months ago and I went to the doctor. They ran like a bunch of blood tests over and over and over. They couldn't find it. And then they ended up finding that I have like low white blood cell count, low red blood cell count and low platelets. And so when he told me this, I was like, I was like, bro, I honestly was like, dude, do I have like cancer? Like, yeah, I have no idea what the fuck this means. And they're like, no, you're just like highly anemic. So, uh, what that means is I'll see you guys. Uh, see you guys later. You know what I'm saying? I'm. Pro- you guys will probably live to like 80. I'm croaking at like 40. You're saying you're a vampire, is what you're saying? No, is anemic what Shaylee has? I don't know what you know. When her hands get like orange and purple. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Lack of blood in their system. That doesn't happen to you. No, that it happens to them all the fucking time. Dude, I'm like. 
dude's hand changes to color <laughs> every hour. I Usually it's purple. <laughs> it does. I got that reinforced cafe <laughs> hand. <laughs> slugs. I also owe you D I N N E R, dude. I'm taking slugs to PETA. Oh yeah. Did you great. take your bike here? No. Oh yeah, we should have PETA on. That'd be great. <laughs> Get him really pissed off. What? Say, say we we're like hunters. Which dude? Pita. Oh, PETA, PETA, P E T A. Now we're talking about their restaurant. Yeah, no. Oh, okay. No, no what we could do would be really cool is have someone from MSPCA up. What's oh, that? They would love to come on. It's this like major dog shelter in Boston. Oh. Well, maybe they bring puppies? Yes, they should bring dogs. <laughs> they would bring puppies up. That'd be fire. And um, also the Aub- Auburn Society. What's like, the, you know, like Vero Farm? Like it's like a conservative. Uh, oh, God. I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I got it. Oh, sorry. You hated my head. Yeah, I'll just shut up. My bad. Uh, yeah, okay, good. Yeah, we uh. should get Knights of Columbus on, too. <laughs> well, I know I know members. <laughs> what's, Knight, what's Knights of Columbus? It's like a men's club. It's like the same. It's kind of like an American Legion or VFW. Oh, okay. Gotcha. They all have their own different classifications, though. Yeah, How about... Um, or the Elks. <laughs> the Elks is a good one. What's that, what does that stand for? Oh, my grandfather was an Elk. Um, I don't know. Honestly, my dad's an elk though. It's a ge- it's a gentleman's club kind of thing. Just like bar rooms, like where they put like keno exactly. and like you paint trail mix and like. <laughs> well, my dad goes. I love keno, though. You do? Yeah. Do you win? I mean, like any gambling, usually not. Slugs, you been to the casino yet? I have in Canada though, because I'm not 21. You can go when you're 18 here, right? Or no? I don't think so. You can't. I don't, th- I don't think so. No, 21. Slugs, when's your birthday? February. Of 2021, I'll be 2021. I'll be 21. Did your birthday pass and I didn't know? Yeah, it was Sunday. What? Why don't you tell us? Let's do it together. And we'll cut this up as a clip. Oh, no. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Slug. Oh, oh. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Slugs. And that's free. Wow, that I can't believe I didn't know. I'm so sorry. It's fine. Shoot. I'm not a big birthday person. The All right, I'm going to take you to PETA after this, okay? I what? have softball after this. Oh. What time? Nine? Ten. It's 7.37. She can't eat before practice. You can't eat before practice? I already ate dinner. All right, fine. I won't get you free dinner for your birthday. (laughs) All right, we'll cut that up as a clip. We need two more clips. Tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. This guy's a psycho. But honestly, what else can we cut up? (laughs) What what else can we cut up? I don't know. What do you want to talk about, Connor? I I love running these check-ins. I think they're great. I think they're awesome, like, timelines to check in, like, every, like, two, three months. You should do Connor's health. Watch me slowly degrade. Connor's health update: forty-eight hour fast, dying of anemia. What else? No, Brendan. No, was interesting. What we used to discuss um, was there was like this new form of content where people just film their whole day in their house. Do you remember that? Vlogging. Yeah, vlogging. No, no, but they would like literally just have a stationary oh, camera in their house for yeah, a full day. Uh, what was his name? Slipping my mind, but yeah. I mean, I think that's still pretty big, though, right? I have no idea. I've never I have seen no it. interest in doing that. <laughs> Just watching someone live. Oh. Zero privacy. <laughs> oh, I had a picture up, but uh, dude, we've been getting mad plays on the podcast in Ireland. 
like tons of people been bumping it in Ireland. Peggy's been telling all of her family. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> but it's in like mad different regions. Nice. We like that. Going international. That's our fa- that's our family out there. I've never been. You had to get out there. You you, have it. you been? No, I'm trying to go though. We'll have I to go. Fam- I still have family out there. Dead ass? Yeah. But you know from Providence like a ninety dollar flight, right? I know. Ninety bucks. Tish is having it is gorgeous. It's like a gorgeous Ireland country. Is so pretty. Yeah. You, you've been? I went by myself. It nope. was really cool. No way. What was your biggest takeaway? Um, well, it was a really cool experience and I had never like traveled anywhere alone and I booked my ticket and I didn't tell anyone that I was going till I was there. So no one could stop me. Like what? it was like when I was studying abroad. Oh, okay, so like okay. I, I was just like, like, or like you just sent I it. just peaced out. <laughs> no, what? but it was like really cool because I got to do everything that I wanted to do. And cause I had traveled with friends a lot. And so a lot of time there were compromises and stuff like that. But I was like, no, I get to do everything that I want to do. Were you lonely? No, I mean a little bit. I was like, why am I, why did I do this? And I was, it was a little freaky. Like I had never been, I had no idea where I was going. I should have done more research, but <laughs> it was really cool. I'm glad that I did it. Where was your home base abroad? London? No, Rome. You're in Rome. Brenna went to Rome. Yeah. A bunch of our friends went there. Yeah. It was a, it was a lot of fun. Like, I love crazy. Rome. Yeah. Crazy. Just being in the middle of all that architecture and you're just like out and there's just like ruins everywhere. Yeah, like you would walk by, like, oh, that's where the Va- that's like the Vatican, and that's where Julius Caesar died, and like all these crazy things. You're like, that's where Brad Pitt had that fight with that other guy. No, yeah, that was only you thinking that. <laughs> oh, okay, my fault. Yeah, stupid, stupid. Like that's where Russell Crowe won that fight. <laughs> Gladiator's in a great movie, dude. Did you like the Joker? Oh, I saw that too. I watched mad movies on the plane. How incredible is his performance? Mad good. How about that shot where he's hunched over? I was like, damn, that's how my back feels right now <laughs> on this plane. I was like, damn, that dude is sculpted. That <laughs> <laughs> was nasty. Okay, um, let's riggedy wrap it up so we can set up the old space. And we're going to have to break this down real quick. And there's four of us. So it's probably take us like two minutes. We don't even have to put Jack new advance for the studio we don't even have to put the table up there anymore put it behind that thing so nice sweet hi i'm slugs and i'm jack bigelow and i'm brennan kilcorn and i'm connor hallway and that was our february 2020 golden hour